Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Friday, July 1st, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news, all day, every weekday. Here's the latest. A leaked document reveals Disney Plus is looking beyond its Marvel and Star Wars franchises for new show ideas as it tries to appeal to folks who don't have kids. The document says Disney Plus is interested in an epic world-building scripted series in the vein of Dune, as well as a music-driven series like Smash or Nashville. Also on the wish list are light mystery or heist shows in the vein of Hulu's breakout Only Murders in the Building. Just a week after President Biden said he'd do anything in his power to protect abortion rights, Kentucky's governor confirmed Biden plans to nominate an anti-abortion Republican lawyer to a lifetime federal judge appointment. Yeesh. Though Biden hasn't officially nominated Chad Meredith to fill the spot on the bench, there's speculation the pick is part of a larger deal between Biden and Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell. Uber has released its second ever report on rider safety, and it shows the number of people assaulted during an Uber ride by either a driver or another passenger has gone down. There were 141 reports of rape in 2020, but that's out of more than 600 million rides. Reported rapes were down from 2019, which could be expected since ridership was also slashed by half during the pandemic. Fatal accidents were up from their first report in 2018, but there's still a tiny fraction of total rides, under 1%. Brittany Griner's trial has begun in a Russian court over four months after she was arrested in a Moscow airport on drug trafficking charges. Her wife, Sherelle Griner, is demanding the U.S. government do more to free her. She told CNN's Abby Phillips that she's been told that you meet with President Biden. You know, he has that power. And so why everybody else wants to tell me they care, I would love for him to tell me he cares. What do you want to tell him? I want to humanize my wife to him. Griner's lawyer says the trial could take up to two months. And given the way Russian courts work, she will almost certainly be found guilty. Griner faces up to 10 years in a Russian prison. Near the port city of Odessa in southern Ukraine, a Russian missile hit an apartment building in the middle of the night, reportedly killing 19 people. And it came hours after Ukrainian troops using newly arrived Western weapons successfully took back Snake Island in the Black Sea, which is a victory that may allow Ukraine to resume grain exports. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, what you need to know about the biggest Supreme Court rulings out of this session. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Notion, Unifor, and SalesLoft. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. A lawyer for Apple in charge of fighting insider trading at the tech giant has pleaded guilty to 
insider trading, according to the DOJ. Gene Levoff pled guilty to six federal counts of securities fraud. Each count carries a maximum of 20 years in prison and a $5 million fine, though it's expected his sentence will be much less. Prosecutors said between 2011 and 2016, Levoff used insider information to trade Apple stock secretly, making him $277,000 in profit and avoiding losses of $377,000. A Florida judge has given the green light to a lawsuit the parents of Gabby Petito have filed against the parents of her former fiancé, Brian Laundrie. In case you need a refresher, Petito went missing last year on a cross-country trip and was found strangled to death in Wyoming. Laundrie went home to Florida, holed up with his parents, and died by suicide weeks later. The lawsuit argues Laundrie's parents knew Petito was dead and where her body was, and instead of relieving her parents' misery, they gave false statements about how they hoped she'd be home soon. In a world that often seems increasingly kind of scammy, the head of one verified crypto scam is now on the FBI's 10 most wanted list. Ruja Ignatova was the founder of OneCoin, where she made billions on a pyramid scheme passed off as a blockchain-based currency. And then in 2017, she disappeared earning her the nickname The Missing Crypto Queen. She's been indicted in her absence on fraud and now joins the likes of cartel leaders and terrorists on the most wanted list. China's President Xi Jinping has defended China's smothering of dissent in Hong Kong at a ceremony to mark 25 years since its handover from Britain. Xi said, quote, "...political power must be in the hands of patriots." Hong Kong citizens had enjoyed more freedom and democratic rights compared to those in mainland China, but a national security law passed in June 2020 criminalized protesting and speaking out against the government. Happy 4th of July long weekend to all who celebrate. If you're planning to travel, and according to AAA's forecast, about half of you are... Know that a record number of Americans are hitting the road, despite gas prices averaging $4.85 a gallon. If you're flying, high fuel prices are also causing sky-high plane tickets. As you've been hearing, be prepared for flight delays and cancellations. Personally, I love a good road trip, but imagine if we had, like, better trains in the U.S. Just saying. The Supreme Court ended one of its most consequential terms yesterday with some major rulings. And with so much news to digest, we think a quick recap is due. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about the four biggest decisions, or at least the most controversial opinions. Right. And this isn't to say the other ones weren't huge. There's just only so much time in the day or, you know, space in our brains. Exactly. So let's start with number one. Obviously, the big one was the Supreme Court overthrowing nearly 50 years worth of precedent protecting the right to an abortion. We've been covering the decision and its massive consequences a lot on the refresh and at Insider, so we won't rehash much, except to highlight what many fear could come next. Right. Justice Clarence Thomas laid it out pretty clearly in a concurring opinion. And just a reminder, that is not binding. Mm -hmm. He wrote that now that SCOTUS has overturned Roe versus Wade, the court should also reconsider the rulings that protect same-sex marriage, same-sex sexual activity, and access to contraception. Basically, the right to privacy. Now, the other conservatives in the court reject that line of reasoning, but legal experts, activists, and politicians like VP Kamala Harris, who was just on CNN, say Thomas is just saying the quiet part out loud, and people would be really silly to think those rights can't also be taken away. 
I definitely believe this is not over. I do. And I think that is why we all must really understand the significance of what just happened. Okay, number two, West Virginia versus the Environmental Protection Agency. So at the heart of this case was whether the EPA can regulate the amount of carbon emissions that come from plants that burn fossil fuels. So a group of Republican attorneys general, including from coal states like West Virginia, sued the EPA, saying... Only Congress can regulate greenhouse gas emission through laws, not government agencies. And the Supreme Court's conservative justices agreed in a 6-3 to three decision. For some context, though, there's this little thing called climate change. I don't know if you've heard about it, Dave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, anyway, according to the latest analysis from Global Carbon Project, the U.S. is disproportionately responsible for global warming. The richest countries in the world are responsible for half of historical CO2 emissions, and the U.S. leads that group with 25% over the last 170 years. So, Oof. I know America likes being first, but that's not a great one to be first in. American exceptionalism. Yeah, am I right? (laughs) But now it's up to the U.S. Congress to do something about that. And everyone, including the justices, know how likely that is. So, yeah, let's uh, let's quickly turn over to immigration. Okay, in this curveball, the court actually ruled in favor of the Biden administration. Yes, this is number three, Biden v. Texas. So this case was all about a Trump-era policy known as Remain in Mexico. It dates back to 2018. It required asylum seekers looking to enter the country through the southern border to stay there on the Mexican side until their immigration proceedings were completed. And this meant immigrants who were already in dire positions often had to live in encampments along the border where they often faced extortion, violence, sexual assault. And about 70,000 migrants, mostly from Mexico, Central America and South America, were impacted by this policy. So when Biden took office in 2021, his administration ended the policy. But then lawmakers from Texas and Missouri pushed back, saying the administration was violating federal policy and then a lower court reinstated remain in Mexico. Well, yeah. And then in a five to four decision delivered by Chief Justice John Roberts, the court said Biden could indeed get rid of remain in Mexico. In his dissent, Justice Samuel Alito said this decision will, quote, release into this country untold numbers of aliens. Nice. Okay. Number four involves the Second Amendment. The justices, again, along partisan lines, struck down a gun law in New York state that had been around for a century. And the law required people who wanted a license to carry a firearm outside of their home in New York to prove that they had a good reason to do so. They had to demonstrate, quote, proper cause. Now, as the country faced a surge in gun violence, including a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, gun safety advocates and lawmakers were saying, hey, fewer guns in public, it's a good thing. Yeah, but then the conservatives in the court ruled that the New York law violated the Constitution. In simple terms, Clarence Thomas wrote that people don't need to prove a, quote, special need to exercise other constitutional rights. So why would they have to do that to carry a gun, you know, to exercise their Second Amendment right? This will probably surprise you, but this lawsuit was backed by the NRA. Mm -hmm. And at least seven other states besides New York have similar gun permit laws, including Massachusetts and California. Well, that's the roundup. Now the justices head to their summer break. And when they return, we'll have a new justice, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, who is replacing Stephen Breyer. 
Be sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And Dave Smith. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. Andy Bowers is the head of audio. And we had help this week from Alan Habercheck. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend.